0: Speaker mind two point oh turn by the time you see us we just turn even. Cuba chain got the pieces. you already know
1: what time it is. Speaker mind two 0. Monday, November twenty first. It's just getting crazy. You already know what time it is. It's getting closer and closer to the game of the century. We're going to talk about it. Sweet, but you already know what time it is. You are tuned into Speak Your Mind 2.0 SYM Networks. Speak Your Mind.
2: Hi. We back.
1: What's going on? It's your boys from Speak Your Mind 2.0. It's your boy Seth. It's your boy Ty. Hey,
2: man. What's going on, Ty? Nick. <laughs> Last Saturday, I legit had a heart attack for multiple games. Amen. We we
1: just gonna preference this. This pod is probably just gonna be all about, yeah, just <laughs> all about college football. Yeah, just it, all about college football. It's time. We it, it, we it, did all getting, the talking. It's getting in that time. It's getting around that time. Right. Happy Thanksgiving. You know. At the time this recorded. Yeah. Uh. Probably this will be out after Thanksgiving, probably. But you know, we are gonna get there exactly. And, uh, and but
2: on. real quick before we get into the the topics, um. Just want to say real quick, um, recipes to the victims, um, in the Colorado Springs shooting at the uh, LGBT community bar. I Man, think,
1: yeah, I seen that, bro. Yeah,
2: I think mm-hmm. like a it was like the same situation happened in Florida like a few years mm-hmm, back. Yeah, like just another shooting at a pretty much gay people, you know, <laughs> gay people. I mean, that, it, that's, what <laughs> they, that's what they are, but right. right.
1: We, we, we got to say the politically correct, the, the LGBTQ.
2: I said it earlier, but I'm just saying <laughs> it just naturally came out. I like, know, I know. But still, just want to give uh, prayers and, um, you know, all prayers to the victim's families that were victimized by this uh, shooting. Right. But also, too, man, like Sunday hit me different, too, because I was not expecting to see what I seen on Instagram because this was a big part of my childhood growing up. And what I've seen about this particular person, I'm just like, there, there's no way this has happened. There's mm. no way, and if y'all haven't seen um, about what happened Sunday, um,
1: go go Power Rangers.
2: Literally, that just gave you the hint. But now here comes a spoiler. <laughs> Rest in peace to Jason David Frank, who mm. is the goat of the Power Rangers. The be-
1: honestly, the best one in my opinion. Or I'll he, just I'll just be biased. He was my favorite one. It wasn't was,
2: just. It's not being biased. Like he made. Power Rangers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because, like, again, because if y'all ain't hip, I'm letting y'all know right now. Again, he was the Go Power Ranger, but he was the best when he was the Green and White Ranger on Mighty, on Mighty Morphin. Well, if he was, he, he, he did like, his thing. He definitely did his thing on Zeo as a Red Ranger.
1: The Green Ranger was
2: me. That, I loved when he was a Green Ranger. I ain't gonna lie, I, I, I was rocking with the White Ranger too. The White Ranger, yeah, the White Ranger was fine. But also too, like, but um, like I said, he definitely killed his role as a Zeo Red Ranger in yeah. Power Ranger Zeo. Um. Turbo, I mean, that was more so him like leaning away from it, so I can see mm. why he didn't last that long and stuff like that. But besides the actual Turbo series, that movie was fire. Yeah, I don't care what no one says. That movie was fire. Mm. And um, at, but like my first introduction to him was on Power Rangers Dino Thunder.
1: Yes, yes, that, I think that was my, honestly that was my favorite Power Ranger to be honest.
2: Like post like the uh, um Mighty- Zordon uh, era type yeah. deal because yeah. it lasted from Mighty Morphin to. Power Rangers in
1: space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was about to say space wasn't wasn't too good to me. It was just
2: another. It was just like the you know tail off to Turbo because Turbo led into uh, in Power Rangers in space. Mm-hmm. So, but um, but yeah, man, like uh, Jason David Frank, he had recently passed at the age of forty nine. But it was a, apparently they're saying it was a suicide. Suicide. I'm just like, man.
1: Yeah, I heard that. I was like, dang, bro. Like, I don't know. I just feel like again we are in a very I don't want to say crucial time, but it is just like a time warp. It's like, I feel like, like literally every time I turn around, someone's like dropping off and it's just like, I don't understand. I just don't. But prayers to his family and.
2: And to the whole Mighty Morphin Power Ranger community and just Power Ranger yeah, community in general. In general cause yeah. they, they lost a goat. They lost a goat. And there's been other Power Ranger uh, actors that have passed recently cause I was still messed up when the um, old dude from Ninja Storm had passed. Mm-hmm. And
1: I was about to say, didn't one of the uh, g- females pass away too? Yeah, the, uh, the Trini. Pink, yeah, Trini. Yeah, she, she was she had, a Pink Ranger, right? No, okay. she was a yellow. yellow. She was a Yellow
2: Ranger. Ranger. Yep. But like, she had passed. But she had died, like I think, in that time frame back in the nineties. Okay. It. I forgot what her cause of death was, but um, yeah, she had passed. Uh, Shane from Power Rangers Ninja Storm. He had passed a few years ago, and I think that was a suicide. Mm-hmm. But uh, but this one man, it's like you lost the heart and soul of Power Rangers. Yeah, it's tough, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I still remember even going to the movies and seeing the reboot, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and I was glad to see that they had uh, Jason David Frank in there and Kimberly in there too. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and I know for a fact she going through it too because you know, cause on on the show they was each other's love interests. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I was about to say,
1: me, quick sidebar mentioning reboots. What do you think about this new Super Mario movie? I was by hit theaters
2: i honestly have not heard anything about that till just now really no
1: well yeah there's supposed to be a uh like a,
2: a live action mario type deal or not a live
1: action but it's it's is animated i don't know if that's what's the word for the animation but yeah animation uh movie with the super mario brothers
2: i haven't seen i haven't heard nothing about it until you just said it <laughs> yeah well
1: there there's a movie coming out for them lord jesus
2: all right <laughs> But yeah, like I said, man. Rest to to Jason David Frank, man. You are will always be the GOAT of Power Rangers. And right and real quick before we get on to the actual topics, um, I low key I went back to um watch like. Do you remember what, um a few years ago where like there was this YouTube channel that was like putting like together like you know certain like uh superheroes or villains in a battle to see who w- who will win?
1: Mm, I don't think so. I'm not familiar.
2: Well, one of the videos it had a battle between scorpion and the white ranger Mm. that video was fire
1: (laughs) who who ended up winning who'd you think won i would say
2: scorpion white ranger white ranger won really but Mm. it was a type. it was a close like you know um percentage on who was gonna win the fight like i think the white ranger had like 52 percent and the scorpion had like 49 percent wow okay Hmm. and then there was another video of the green ranger fighting uh ryu Mm. from street fighter Mm -hmm. green ranger won that one interesting So, but, but yeah, man, like I said, man, to wrap it up, you know, recipes, Jason David Frank, man, you will be definitely missed. And it's just another piece of my childhood gone, man. Like, cause literally anytime, like I would wake up, I would, you know, turn on jet You remember that, you remember that channel Mm -hmm. and just literally watch Power Rangers. And then of course I would watch in the daycare and stuff like that too. Like, yeah, man, just, Rest we, in peace, man. That's all I can really say. We now, get,
1: we getting old, Ty. That's just the bottom line. We seeing all the people that we grew up on. It's time. It's getting close to their time to, you know, leave. Granted, it sucks to see them leave, but it just it's just a testament to.
2: Forty nine is. I know forty nine is young. Yeah,
1: forty nine is young.
2: And like he was still able to do things at forty nine, like he was still like able to fight. But of course, not all like that when he was yeah. younger, but like still he still was in it, you know. But um, now on to the next topic. Now this. Still doesn't help because we talk about people passing, but um, recently me and Seth has seen uh, Black Panther 2, uh, Wakanda Forever. You know, we just want to give our overall takes on what that movie was and, like, just how – know how we felt about it so uh what was your take on the movie
1: well i thought it was a good movie for me to like nitpick it and try and like find different ways i feel like that would kind of be like a disservice to what it all ov- overall meant but oh no i did i did scratch my head on a couple things just because
2: side note if you haven't seen the movie this is yeah we about, we, we gonna spoil some stuff but still if yeah. you haven't seen it you haven't seen it that's on y'all uh
1: what was i saying yeah i definitely was shocked right off the gate when they did the funeral i was oh like, Oh, man. Damn, bro!
2: But like, I, felt, I knew they had to do it early. Yeah, I knew they had to do it early. Yeah, but I was just—I don't know—I
1: just didn't want it to happen so fast. It's like literally the screen just went to the funeral, or not to the funeral, but it went set to up the, the funeral. Lab. Yeah, went to the lab, and then they say he's dead, and then boom, funeral. I'm like, bro, I just—I literally just sat down, and <laughs> you just killed T'Challa. I'm like, bro, what? But what?
2: like, I kind of like what Ryan Coogler di- Cooler did with mm. that whole sequence because like he—he he wanted us to like feel. What Shuri and his mom was feeling when they found out that he T'Challa died. was dying. Yeah, and I'm glad and like I love what he did in the opening credits. Yeah, it's like he wanted the crowd to be silenced and just you know, give like, it, give it its moment. Yeah, yeah, give it its moment because you you heard like you know like just the sudden quietness when that Marvel uh, intro came out, but it was straight Chadwick Boseman. Right. So um, I was I was definitely glad how they did set that up. Mm-hmm.
1: I was about to say one other thing, so. I don't know if they were really trying to hint at this, but I was kind of listening to... Uh, you You know about the Mallory Bros, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was listening to their podcast because they kind of uh, dove into the Black Panther movie, too. They kind of brought up a good point. It was like... The, I don't know if they were hinting at a love scene between Namor and Sure. Jerry. I'm just like... But at the same time, that makes a lot of sense. Because <laughs> he... He captured her. He didn't really do nothing to her, but he took her down to the ho- his homeland, and you know she was getting all sentimental and all that good shit. It's it's like
2: I feel like this is like another killmonger type deal. It's just like, but it's different because now you have an underwater Wakanda type deal, mm-hmm. aka really is really Atlantis, but yeah, you know Atlantis. due to copyright reasons they can't call it Atlantis. In DC. In, in, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like not like you know, I feel like what Namor was trying to get sure to understand is like, look. You know, we got a piece of y'all vibranium when that broke off from the asteroid. Yeah. But what we're what what he wants, you know, he, what he was trying to get, you know, what kind of to understand is like, look,
1: these surface surface dwellers it ain't ain't it?
2: Yeah, they not it. So why not join together and take over? Right. But you know, again, like with Wakanda, is like they already got their own stuff going on up top. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know they got everyone coming for them once the T'Challa had passed, but. Uh, Queen Mother said, uh y'all niggas thought. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but um but yeah, like that's what Namor was trying to get sure to understand. But of course, you know, Shuri gonna side with of all day, you mm-hmm. know, but I I ain't gonna lie though. Like they <laughs> Once uh, I seen um what's her name? Uh Nakia killed one of uh uh Namor's folks. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> it's over it's it's over it's with. It's like, you know, fucked up now. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: What was it? Um and then it also kind of like made me scratch my head. So you know when uh, was it Ross, the CIA or yeah. a shield agent? Yeah, he picked up the beads, right? Yeah. How the fuck did they bug the beads?
2: They must have got there before he did, and just waited for him to get there, so just so they can set him up.
1: But that's impossible, though. Like that's the technology they don't even know about. <laughs> How- but
2: now, old girl, though, that was in that you know that was in the movie. Like when I first seen her. In- when I seen her uh in the, in that scene, I'm like, Oh shit. I know,
1: that's what I said to her. I was like, Oh damn. Because I, I remembered her from
2: uh 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 Falcon uh, Winter Soldier.
1: Falcon Winter Soldier and, and Black Widow. Yeah. And uh uh Fuck uh Scarlet Witch.
2: That's uh, what I said, Black Widow. Yeah.
1: Went, uh, wait wait. Uh, was she a Scarlet Witch? Mm-hmm. Like towards the like at the end. And, like towards the end. She I pop-
2: must I must have missed her.
1: Yeah, she popped up too. So I was like, okay, so she she's about to be like a main force. Oh coming.
2: man, it's like she knows every secret, but she places so tight knit to the vest, is where it's like you don't expect her to, to know everything that you know. It's some Hydra
1: Hydra people. Hydra people. I feel like
2: she is part of Hydra, but she is.
1: No, that she is. She is. Oh okay, yeah.
2: That, well, that makes sense. So but, um,
1: I'm just like, dang, bro. She so she's about to be a, like a full force piece in these next next movies or this next phase that's about to come oh, yeah, out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So. That was, that was interesting to me. I'm just like, okay, how the hell did she bug the bead? Like, this technology hasn't even been, like, discovered all the way over here, quote-unquote. But that was another kind of, like, plot or hole in the plot where I was, like, scratching my head. I'm like, okay, how'd they do this? But, um, yeah, overall, though, I think the movie what i want to say it didn't give us all the action that we were well, expecting I, yeah expecting but it was like again it was like a filler movie so like how dr strange was it was just building up to the next phase that we're about to see with everything well what, what really is about to go crazy is this uh ant-man man and uh
2: quantum realm you know
1: quantum realm movie that's about to pop out i'm like okay this is about to tie everything in man how I thought fucking Spider Man was gonna be, to be <laughs> honest, he that's gonna tie everything. Well, Spider
2: Man was the door was like a part of the doorway open because it really started with Loki.
1: Yeah, it started with Loki. You're right. And then
2: Spider Man did his thing with the um, whole uh, multiverse thing mm-hmm. with the spell and stuff like that.
1: I just wa- I don't know. I still wanted more. you could have done so much more with that. But
2: I- with what Spider Man? Yeah,
1: with Spider Man. Like there could have been a lot more that could have popped off. But I get I, I'm understanding now. It was like a bridge bridge kind of movie so you got to save it yeah, yeah you got to save, save it. it but definitely this ant-man movie is about, i think is might the be,
2: this is gonna be the best is this might be the best one in the new phase of marvel movies? yeah this about to be the one so now my take on the uh, black panther um again like well i have a good thing about the movie and i had a bad thing because of my experience in the movie theater per se
1: no dog i had i had one too we uh all right i'll let you go but i have one too
2: because like long story short um I'm never going to Easton again to watch a movie. Man. I'm just being, keeping a real Can't you know, go I,
1: to AMC and Pickerington, dog. <laughs> unless,
2: unless like I'm taking a date and we go into the uh, dining theater. Mm. But to watch a regular movie, I'm not doing that. Now, <laughs> the theater itself is fire, but what happened in the theater fucked it up. <laughs> but I'm going to get to that in a minute. But like just overall my take on the movie, um me personally, I liked it, you know, because I knew what this movie was really about. This was really you know, on camera, this was really about Wakanda trying to, you know, transition from T'Challa dying mm. and to see who was going to take that next role. And then in the movie, you kind of see, like, you know, his their mom had to take that role because Shiri, I think, wasn't really ready, ready for that. You know, and then again,
1: Shoot, I was about to say it was evident just with her seeing Killmonger when she took the herb.
2: I was gonna get to that. I'm gonna mm. talk on, touch base on that in a second too. And that, by the way, I love how they kept his uh, role quiet in that movie. Mm. I love how they did that. But yeah, like Shuri, Shuri obviously wasn't ready, but at the same time too, you got people in the outside world trying to figure out, okay, the top, their king is dead. How can we, you know, infiltrate them, or how can we make our own type of iranium? Mm. Well, that shit went to bed because it's evident, y'all ain't built like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, that shit was fire when they brought the insurgent insurgents in the UN. Oh. I was like, oh damn, these niggas ain't playing. And I knew
2: I knew that it was the French that um that tried to do something because the lady was looking real suspect. Yeah. I'm like, oh <laughs> yo, ass about to get caught. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, so I like that. And um people had their opinion on how Namor was the you know portrayed in this movie, but just me personally, how I'm looking at it, it's like it's like any other movie we've seen where it's like it's a building process like how Thor was how the first Captain America was like it was a building process so they gotta let his character Character build build up Mm -hmm. I'm glad they didn't kill him off because then all this was for nothing Mm -hmm. but
1: I was weak. Joe Button called it the Latin Panther because they brought they they put a, a Hispanic man. Granted, that was cool though, because you know but you're,
2: like, you're showing a different culture. But, but it's but like that um the the guy that played Namor, like he said, like that kind of hit home for him with him being you know Mexican. Yeah, like yeah. that hit home, mm-hmm. and because I because I saw like there was like a mural up Namor in Mexico. Is there? Yeah. Oh okay. So yeah, so like he so yeah, this is very impactful yeah. because he said there's a lot of like cultural things that Namor like uh, displays that are representative of what his heritage is
1: because mm, it was nothing but like the Aztec culture yeah that, that's where they pulled all that from yeah and that was, that was that's dope. why it hit dope, home dope. for him yeah that was dope
2: Yeah, so, so yeah I'm happy for that but um just overall you know again I knew this movie was gonna be just really about you know Chad with both because again like he's he was just not on camera but like off screen to a valuable imp- he made an impact you know what I'm saying and just for him to hide him battling cancer for so long yeah. it's like damn you know, and just to and not to have his presence on screen or just around him, just you you felt it, mm-hmm. and you can see it. But just overall, um, like I said, I liked I liked it. Me personally, you know. Now again, the reason why I had a problem with seeing it is because my theater, in particular, the <coughs> the projector was acting up. Oh like, really? So like you know this you know the scene where they about to take over Wakanda. Mhm. Literally that part where uh Namor was addressing uh Talokan that's when it started messing up like it started man, glitching wow. and then the sound went out but the script but the, the movie, movie kept supply. playing oh man so it was like oh, we were seeing scenes without the sound it kept looping the same sound to where it kept skipping I
1: would be like, and then hey, the yo. movie
2: <laughs> and then the movie actually had to stop yeah i
1: would have been like hey yo let me get my money back <laughs> that's what we all
2: were saying in the theaters like hey uh can we get our money back Like right, this yeah, this ain't right. Mm. So they had to. They said they had to stop it and then rewind it back to where we left off at, and then finally they got the sound back to match the scene, and then we finally uh was able oh to see no. the rest.
1: they said rewind. They, re- they said rewind
2: it. <laughs> Literally, like That's yo, funny. like <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But like um, but there was I would say this. though. like the people that really did make this movie, other than like the two like focal point uh people in the movie, I would say Mbaku made the movie. Uh, Okoye, she
1: was fire. Mm. In... Now, okay, I'll let you finish, but I do have a point that I want to address with that, too. What's up? So, do you find it funny that we didn't see not one, besides M'Baku, not one black male throughout that whole movie?
2: As far as, like, lead?
1: You just lead or just, like, anything. Because if you really if we think about it, in the first one, you've seen a lot of, like strong black men lead and just be present within the movie. You didn't see not one besides M'Baku in that movie. So I get that they, I feel like this is kind of going towards the uh, point Women of,
2: empowerment? Yes.
1: <laughs> so, with that, and I I get that. I, I love that they did that, but at the same time, why can't we have both?
2: You know what? Honestly, the fact that you brought that up and the fact that I seen a, a YouTuber talk about um, her takes on Black Panther and how she was like talking about how like it was kind of it was kind of great to see how there were women running a country right. without it being chaos. Mm-hmm. However, there still was chaos because the country almost got drowned by water bombs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bro, those water bombs were, <laughs> were insane. insane. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, how, how are these little ass balls just like. Pause. <laughs> you know what I meant. But how are you letting these little grenades they, and shit just, like... They impactful. Cause havoc. I'm i like, mean, because it
2: was kind of evident when Namor bombed the shit out of uh, Queen Mother in, uh, what's her name, yeah, that, in that scene. And
1: I was sick. I'm not going
2: to lie, though. I was kind of mad they killed her off. Like, yeah. It was like, are y'all really trying to make sure he be that alone? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: They did that on purpose. It's I like I feel
2: like, like, yeah. like but my homie, uh, Elijah, he felt like that scene was kind of already set in stone.
1: Yeah. Again, because it's like it, it kind of gave me that—that that Batman feeling, because you know you—he, <laughs> he, he, you know how Batman has lost a lot in his family, and you know he's just on this dark path or whatever. But yeah, that's definitely what they were trying to do with her, because again, bringing up uh, Michael B. and having him—and I'm, I'm, I'm about
2: to get—I'm about to touch on that. So like when I heard when I seen that they killed off, uh, you know Angela Bass's uh, character, mm-hmm. and then when Shuri finally made that herb, uh, the herb to you know become Black Panther. And she went to the uh, went to the ancestral plane mm. and you know, she's thinking that she's about to see the childer when all of a sudden you see your cousin Killmonger. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie, his ad-libs be having me weak when he's played Killmonger. I'm weak. So because, he got, uh, like he ad-libbed uh the scene where he uh, first uh, addressed, you know, the child and then when he found when he told him who he was, and then when um when old dude showed him the necklace that mm. he was royal blood, and he said, Hey, auntie, uh, <laughs> that <laughs> that should have me weak. And I feel like he ad-libbed on um, when he said, what's up, little cousin? I'm weak. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, like, I knew once she seen, once they had that conversation, I knew for a fact, like, that was her, like, trying to figure out, okay, do I really want to be noble or do I really want to get, you know, yeah. come with that smoke? Mm-hmm. And I
1: thought, and I felt like they could have did did that scene. A little bit better. A little bit better because they could have had both. They could have had the uh, like a panther almost, and kind of make that like Chadwick or t- t- T'Challa.
2: Just to make them guess.
1: Yeah, and then you know
2: when you could- the when the panther transforms, it's Killmonger.
1: Yeah, something like that. Like or- how
2: they did with um T'Challa's dad in the first movie. Yeah, yeah. All the panthers, all the uh, former panthers, and then you know one panther gets off the tree and then mm. boom, is his dad. See,
1: now I think about that because you know that was like an artificial quote unquote like herb that she made. So. Since she made it, excuse me, since she made it and it wasn't, like, the actual real, herb it, that they had. Do you think it was, like, it didn't really have the full potency of, like, giving her that ability to see her ancestors?
2: I feel like with, when, when, like, she, w- when she made it, it did, but I feel like where her mind was at, yeah. you know, it was kind of setting some what he wanted to do, right. because you got to think when he took his, where did it take him? Back to Oakland because he was still not over the fact that my uncle, my dad got killed by my oh, uncle, his right. brother. Mm-hmm. Shuri was still conflicted that she lost her dad. Well, lost she her lost brother. her brother, mm-hmm. and she just seen her mom die in front of her. Right. So she was that that much conflicted because she had she had let him, she had not let go of the child's death. Right, right. Now she had to bury her mom. So, that's two people that you had to bury within the same time frame. Mm-hmm. So, your mind is already conflicted. Yeah. So, who better else for you to talk to than Killmonger? Because he's going to give it to you straight like it is. Like, you want to do this or you want to take this route? Right. And you can see in that final battle, by the way, her suit was fire.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just crazy because I also was thinking, I'm like, all right. Yes. What am I trying to say? Yes, she was a... She took the herb and she got the strength. But you know how in the first movie, you know, T'Challa had to show that he was a true warrior. And you, so for him to get the strength of the Black Panther, how did that translate to her? Just
2: I just felt like that was just like, hey, I gotta do something. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but it was like, because it's like Namor was not gonna stop, right? So it's just like she was she had to be like i got to do something just to you know show strength because again it's like they have no one to lead like is if anything else like you got to think they were all going to Mbaku's crib to chill out with him
1: and but and again that also brings up my question so when she dropped in the middle of all them niggas <laughs> they Again, T'Challa had to fight every, fight in front of everybody. She arm wrestled. She arm wrestled this nigga, <laughs> <arm-wrestled> this nigga <laughs> and said, "Okay,
2: you are the leader now.
1: You are the Black Panther. How the fuck does that work?" I
2: don't I'm like, don't, I don't. That one, I don't know. That, I don't. That's a good question to ask. I don't know. I I'm don't,
1: like, yo, come on now. You gotta have. So, you gotta keep keep the train going. You gotta follow the same rules that you <laughs> put in place in the first movie in this one. But that's where I was thinking. I'm like, hold on. How does that work? <laughs> but I don't know, man. I mean, it, again, it was a good movie. Definitely there were some little little holes that we can definitely poke at. But yeah. all in all, I mean, again, it was it is one of those movies that is leading up to a lot more.
2: And, and, and I want to touch base on this, too. So, like, the ending scene. I mean, you can ask for a more emotional scene in a movie mm-hmm. than Black Panther because... I like how they kind of like guess on like what Shuri was doing once she had told uh, uh Riri Re Williams character like she got to do something and like it went to the you know the fight scene, the um battle scene to where who's gonna be you know the new uh, king or queen of black of uh, Wakanda mm-hmm. then it jump cut to um, Ross being transported but then you see Okoye break mm-hmm. him out. Mm-hmm. But then the last scene, you s- you finally see Shuri back in Haiti with the uh, Nakia. Yeah. But she's now doing the uh, you know the burning of the uh, the cloth the, the cloth, cloth yeah. that she did earlier in the movie with her mom once they uh after they did T'Challa's death. Mm-hmm. And I felt like in that scene, that was both like Letitia Wright's character and her finally you know becoming it at peace with T'Challa. slash chat with both in passing, right? You know, and then um of course um uh, spoiler the, spoiler at the uh the end credit you know in the movie uh angela bassett's character kept saying that he's not with us but he's with us so in the last scene the very last scene in the movie at the at the end credit we see nakia come with a kid Mm -hmm. come to find out that's her son her and t'challa had a son and um i forgot his haitian name but um it it was uh powerful because i found out too um that the name that they gave him, his Haitian, her son's Haitian name, is of a, is of a royalty name. Okay. Yeah. So, but when she asked him, "Who are you?" and he said, "I am T'Challa, son of Prince T'Challa," I'm like, "Oh shit!" There we go. So, T'Challa not with us, but he's with us. So, and that and that gave Sherry you know, new life because it's like, okay, here's an offspring of my brother, mm-hmm. and he has his name. Right. So I feel like now, and I feel like leaning into Ant-Man, are we gonna see like a time jump where you know young T'Challa is now gonna be older?
1: Mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be interesting. I, I definitely want to see how they do that. Uh, Cause was it with this new Ant-Man movie? Is this when? Is this after Thanos snapped his fingers and made everybody disappear? I mean everything
2: they, every everything got the end game is after Thanos snapped his fingers. But I feel like with this Ant-Man movie, this is like. Off of what Loki did,
1: okay. Because I thought, because I thought they had already, they got trapped in the uh, quantum realm. Quantum realm before he snapped his fingers.
2: No, Ant Man did. Everybody else got snapped. The only person that didn't get snapped was his daughter, okay. Ant Man's daughter. Yeah, because okay. Hope, her mom and her dad, they all got snapped, mm. snapped away. And then in game when um Hulk uh, snapped back, mm-hmm. everybody came back. Okay. And in this movie. They're all, they're all, they all got trapped in the quantum realm mm-hmm. because Ant-Man's daughter made like a signal to the quantum realm. Right, right. But I feel like with Loki doing what he did in his series, that opened up all the kings in the Marvel universe because the one that he first initially encountered, he was the one trying to stop all the kings from getting out. Right, right. So I feel like that's gonna take that's like you know gonna take place from that. Okay. So I, I don't know if they're going to drop a low-key season uh, two before Ant-Man to lead up to that, to make it, l- make it more sensible.
1: Oh, no. They're they, they making shit impactful with uh, with these new series, because uh, Ironheart, the, the girl, the uh, scientist that they were protecting, she's about to get, get a series on.
2: That would make sense.
1: On Disney+. Plus. Yeah. I still need to tap into uh, She-Hulk and... All, all the other ones. I Dr. might have
2: to give Seahawk a run for his money. I know. I, just I to, I might just have to see, just to see how it is, because uh, they did uh, preview Daredevil in in her uh, series. So mm-hmm. I feel, w- I
1: feel like they're they're doing it on purpose. They're trying to tie the the series in a little bit with the movies, or at least tie some of the characters in from the series to the movies.
2: I mean, it's gonna it's gonna hit because like Scarlet Witch did exactly what he needed to do with Doctor Strange multi uh, multi uh, verse madness. Cause yeah, that because yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, but still, yeah,
1: that movie was still, but though. What the uh, Doctor Strange movie? I still, I you still didn't like ha- it. I liked it, but it was again. You know, we I seen d- it together. I know, but I'm just like, bro. There, there ha- There's gotta be more. There has to be more. There gotta be more. They could have did a lot more. <laughs> but
2: <laughs> I feel you, but uh, but yeah, just to wrap it up, man. Me personally, I like Black Panther too. You know, because again, like I just felt like this was just more so a of a homage for Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. And I just feel like now moving forward, I just feel like they still have a lot of character development they need to do, especially with, you know, um, Letitia Wright's character as far as, like, Shuri. And Mm. if she's going to, like, keep that Black Panther role as far as, like, being Black Panther, or are they really going to, like, you know, set up T'Challa Jr. to to become king and Mm. Black Panther again?
1: I think it just depends on how they, like, try and fast forward it. Because I do think they might... Keep her as the Black Panther for one more movie. Yeah, I feel. Like, I feel like that. Sequence. I feel like. I
2: feel like that's so too. I feel like that's so too.
1: But they're going. They're definitely going to jump him to be like 18, 19 years old, and
2: something like that. Something like that. But so, um. So yeah. So that was that. Now on to what we have been dying to talk about. On to the bullshit. I mean, <laughs> if we would have told you that we was expecting last Saturday to go the way that it did, we would have been lying because I feel like for both of us in game our teams, Ohio State Michigan, both of us probably told ourselves, okay, get this game, get these games out the way, scot-free, healthy-free, yeah. and play each other this upcoming Saturday. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't went all the way left.
1: See, again, again, I felt like we, we both of us knew that they were going to give us a run for our money. But I thought, we both thought they were eventually going to pull away and... Just no, coast and coast after a while. Both
2: that, the teams said, "Fuck no." <laughs> yeah,
1: they definitely said, "Absolutely not." You you guys are about to stay toe to toe with us for. But a nice I
2: game. I told you, Illinois is a team that y'all cannot sleep on like that because their they defense good, is legit. Yeah,
1: that's a good. De- that is a great defense. That is a great defense. I can't lie to you.
2: Now, for me, when it came to Maryland, it's just like seeing how they've been playing two weeks prior and them them getting shut up by Penn State. I'm like,
1: I told bro, I told you that is. That is the best wide receiver group that you guys will face all year long.
2: But I don't really think it was more so the wide receivers in the game. I feel like it was more so Talia making plays, and the wide receivers just so happen to make the, make the catches. That's what
1: I mean. That that <laughs> that whole group together, it was the best that you guys have seen all year long. That's that that's that just a fact. So, again, that to me, both teams definitely got a taste of their own medicine. And Hell yeah, definitely seen. <laughs> What what their weaknesses are, and you
2: definitely seen both teams looking ahead.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, (laughs) (laughs) nigga. When I say again, I said this on the last pod. Looking at the goddamn depth depth chart, I seen like half the squad off the team. I'm just like, you've gotta be kidding me. I'm like. I understand that you guys are trying to get healthy, but Lord, like they
2: couldn't, it could have not come at the worst, at the worst came, of time in this real? I'm just and like, it got bro, worse Saturday. <laughs> I'm just like, man, now let's just go into our games and just break them down. piece by piece. Now for me, what a house in Maryland. This is, this is what I told myself going to that game. We needed to get out ahead early, mm-hmm. get a comfortable lead by halftime and then put in the reserves. Maryland said, yeah, no, y'all not about to do that because we got some for y'all asses. And uh, they did. And uh, they played a hell of a good game.
1: How would you feel about that uh, block field goal? I th- Honestly,
2: they deserved it because they, this is what a house they did twice now because they did it against Penn State twice, but now they did it against Maryland. When they wanted to go for two, they kept wasting time. I'm like, y'all can't do that. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Now they had to settle for a field goal. But guess what? Block, block field goal. I'm like, that's what y'all get. <laughs> so they deserve that. But mm-hmm. I will say this, though. Ryan Day, I love you. I feel like you are going to be one of the ghosts of Ohio State coaching. But nigga, you are stubborn as hell. Why the hell would you let Travion play this game knowing that he is not all the way to 100% healthy?
1: Well, you get, I don't know. I In a way, I get it. Well, okay, I'll put it like this. I get the thinking of like, all right,
2: we can't let him be rusty.
1: Yeah. You I get that. You at that. least got to see what he can give you. But definitely, he showed you what you're going to get from him, and he's definitely not ready.
2: Exactly. But I will say, Dallin Hayden yeah, has yeah. just now shown us what he is about. Mm-hmm. Granted, it, it was Maryland, but when he got in the game, yeah. he was doing exactly what Travion and mine should have been doing all season. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, it was just straight, okay, run, oh, cut, boom, go, like, if he if if he had played that entire game, he would have had two hundred yards rushing. Mm. I definitely would have. I definitely couldn't see that. If he would have started that game, two hundred yards rushing, easy because he was at he was at one forty six, and um for for the final game, mm. if he played all four quarters, 200 yards like now, easy.
1: Now, do you feel like uh, Henderson is regressing? Or is it just the injuries?
2: It's the injuries. It's him and mine. But like I feel like going into next week, and I'm still gonna touch base on what I seen Saturday. I just feel like going into next week, you gotta play Dallin. You you just have to play Dallin. He is your only.
1: Is he the full blown starter? Like these dudes not getting in the game? No, it's anymore.
2: like no. Trayvon's not playing. That's a, that's a fact. He's not playing because after what he what happened Saturday, he's not playing. Mayan has a better chance of playing, but I'm starting Dallin because he's the only healthy running back. And, yeah. and scholarship running back that's, that can play. Mm-hmm. Now, they talked about uh, Xavier Johnson playing running back, which I can understand why, because he's so you know versatile with his position, because literally, he's a walk-on. Yeah, very he was shifted. a cornerback. He was a running back. Uh, he was a wide receiver then. They had him at running back against uh, Indiana, and he broke off for a 71-yard 70, uh, run. So, yeah, I can see them using him, and then if all else fails, you uh, bring in a trip Trainham, who was a running back in high school, but also playing linebacker. But, um... At Arizona State, he played linebacker, and had a good season. Then he came back to Ohio State. They wanted him at linebacker, but given the health of Travion and mind, they said, hey, why don't you go back playing running back just in case we need you? Mm. So, yeah. but um,
1: That is right. You guys did get him from uh, Arizona State.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, if I'm Ryan Day, like, just overall, if I really want to win this game, I'm playing Dallin Hayden. Right. Okay. Now, also, too, um, Matt Jones, our right guard, he did get hurt. But I did see uh, Enoch – Enoch uh, Vimahe come in and held his own for like the for the final quarter. And I feel like him having the experience he had back in 2020 when we played uh, Michigan State because literally our entire O-line got COVID and the backups <laughs> yeah, yeah, had to play great. that game and he held his own. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he can do the same thing in, in a game like this. Now...
1: He's going to get some big boys though. I, I'm not going to lie to you. He's he going to get some some nice D-tackles.
2: Mozzie Smith in particular because Ma- he's a guard.
1: Mozzie and Mason Graham... And and uh, Chris Jenkins, we we got some we got some D tackles, yo.
2: No, 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 y'all, y'all do. I definitely give y'all that. Now, just still going back to that game, like this overall, like I will say, I was kind of happy to see uh, Emeka Buka finally step up and kind of take some pressure off of Marvin Harrison. I will mm-hmm. say that defensively, we gotta learn how to contain a mobile QB <laughs> because that that I feel like that's a weakness in our game. Like we can't contain, we can't game plan well. We can game plan, but we can't execute on stopping a mobile QB because mm. I knew once Talia got out the pocket, if he scrambly, he's scrambling, he's going to either run or throw on the run. And he did that most of the game for real. And um, I, and I will say this about our defense. You know, the still overall, I love his defense. This is, we are vastly improved from last season because had this been last year's team and we was in a game like that, we would have lost. I'm just being honest. We would have lost that game. Mm. Jesus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, with this defense, is like, you know, then Jim knows even said it before the season start. like with his style of defense, they're going to give up explosive plays because they're aggressive. Yeah, very aggressive. And they did, you know. But I will say when it's time to make crucial plays, the defense stepped up because Latham Ransom is that nigga. He's, he is him. Two block punts and back-to-back games yeah. on a broken thumb in this game in particular. Oh, he got a broken thumb? Yeah. He said he broke his thumb on the first play of the game.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
2: right. So, the fact he was still able to play through that and get another block point to set us up for a touchdown for Dallin Hayden, it was crucial. Mm-hmm. And then in the um, fourth quarter, when we kicked that field goal, when it was 36-30, to 30, no, uh, yeah, 36-30, to 30, um, Zach Harrison came in clutch with two, uh, you know, crucial sacks, and then the game sealing sack was ultimately like a – Fumble type, pick six type of deal, oh, and no, then, what
1: the fuck, they called that a scoop and score. I was that like, was a where pick were, six. <laughs> where was the scoop at?
2: Dude? I feel like that was a pick, like because the ball was getting ready. He was trying to throw the ball on the run, but then Zach, you know, Hit ran behind off. him and clamped him, and then the Clamp. ball went up in the air, and that's yeah. when Steel Chambers got the, got the ball and scored. Mm. So, and and I feel like that game w- reminded me of Northwestern twenty thirteen. You remember that game that we had against them? where Carlos so. I went off after his suspension. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then Northwestern tried to do that uh bullshit with the um lateral and then they fumbled and then mm-hmm. Joey Bosa scored. Yeah. That was a scooping score. <laughs> <laughs> more so or more so like a diving score. Yeah, diving score. <laughs> but um but yeah, so like I just feel like, you know, overall Saturday, you know, Ohio State showed that, you know, there's some there's, there's still some things that they got to, you know, tighten up. Mm. But also too the depth was crucial because, like I said, Dallin Hayden stepping up the way that he did and um, Enoch Wimahe coming in and stepping in at right guard and still holding in for the uh, final four minutes in the fourth quarter. So I was happy to see that. So just got to find out the health of Matt Jones. And if he can go, I feel like Enoch can step in and, you know, play in a crucial game like that. Um, Now, defensively, like, um, (laughs) I didn't know this too until Zach Harrison said in this uh, post-game interview that, Tommy Tommy Eikenberg was playing with two broken hands. <laughs> <laughs> is going?
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you you mean to tell me you mean to tell me this motherfucker is out here with two broken
2: like this? <laughs> Not like that. I don't think it's they're severely broken, but like.
1: <laughs> Nigga is like a T Rex out here <laughs> dropping. I mean, he's going crazy still. I give him that. But he like, out I think here, he had like
2: fifteen tackles his that game. Bro,
1: what is happening right now? Oh, like oh. you cannot
2: Hold on, I'm about to look at the stats on how many tackles he you had. You cannot
1: tell you cannot tell me this makes sense in any shape, form, or way at all.
2: No, it don't make no sense. But this reminds me yeah. of what Chase Young did in twenty seventeen, um twenty eighteen when he had two bro when he had two sprained ankles.
1: Bro, this is I don't understand what this injury bug is. Like literally both teams are coming in here with, like, the most craziest injuries I have ever heard in my life. Like, okay, okay, we're, all
2: right, hold on, hold on. So, Tommy Eichberg on two broken hands Bro. had 13 tackles, 10 solo tackles, and one tackle for loss. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Trust me, I was shocked to hear that too. I'm like, wait a minute, you playing with two broken hands?
1: Bro. I give
2: but I feel like it's respect, not, respect. I feel like, respect, but I feel like they're not broken hands like you would think they are. Yeah, like, they cap- probably,
1: sp- like, real badly sprained. Yeah, that, I feel like that that's what they were. That is still mind-blowing
2: to me. Because when I re that game and I seen Eichenberg, I'm like, okay, his hand, like, it's more so, like, around his wrist where, they're like, they're, like, nicely taped up. Yeah. But it, it's not, like, you know, in a, um, cast type deal they're just like heavenly rap so it's more it's more so severely sprained is what is what it is
1: (laughs) my head is just i'm
2: flabbergasted (laughs) i'm just like what the fuck did you just say to me (laughs) (laughs) what the hell trust me i was shocked when i heard i'm like wait a minute he was playing on two broken hands what
1: i've never heard that before
2: again chase young had two sprained ankles in 2018 Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) at this point you we both teams are coming in here fucked up. <laughs> uh, that's just this is the we this is the fucked up bowl. We that's but I do.
2: feel like but like I'm gonna pass it to you. But I feel like y'all's position y'all's situation is more critical yeah. because of who's is is really hurt. Yeah, and I'm gonna pass it to you on that one.
1: Okay, well first I'm gonna start with the Illinois game. Um, happy I'll say it like this first, happy to be eleven and zero scared scared out of my mind <laughs> i but, was here for y'all but yes happy to be 11 and 0 um jake moody is that man he's out here you know heisman side now but no nah, he's out here um defense we definitely got a punch in our mouths we because de- illinois was playing our type of football so right this was strength against strength and you know we we definitely caught a couple haymakers but we showed that we can adapt, and, you know, when it comes down to it, we, we know what to do. So, I'm, I'm pleased with that. Definitely need to tighten up and, you know, uh, get better with just – I don't want to – what I want to say. We definitely should have we, – we respected them on the outside with their receivers, but we gave them a little too much respect because we definitely were giving these niggas, like, 10 yards off the ball. And I'm like – That's Bruh. what we
2: did, too, with Maryland's receivers. I'm like, y'all can't
1: do this. But – I mean, you, but you kind of have to. They're more proven than I would say Illinois' receivers are more I proven.
2: agree with that, but it's like, I and I feel like game plan-wise, they wanted to keep everything in, in front, front of yeah. them. But it's just like, I get it, but sometimes you got to play up close.
1: Yeah, you definitely. I mean, should, this, this week especially, we, we, there, there should be no – breathing room <laughs> at all cuz definitely that's what the fuck they did to us uh speaking of Illinois they definitely were in our faces that tight man defense all day all day
2: that tight man defense
1: so uh yeah defense we we going to be all right um definitely we going to get Mike Morris back in there and you know we we should be flowing uh a little bit better get more pressure so i'm not too worried about the defense but switching to the offense.
2: I got something to say on, on that one, too. But I'm going to let you go here first.
1: Oh, my God. Man, in all in all honesty, I've been riding this cloud for a very long time. I've been very confident. But my heart is slowly sinking e- each and every day we get closer to this game. I'm just <laughs> like, oh, shit. But I'm still confident, though, that we can, we can pull this out, though. But for real, for real. It might is really going to be on JJ. And when I say it's on JJ, please, coaching staff of Michigan, hear me loud and fucking clear. <laughs> if y'all niggas do not let this nigga throw the fucking ball, I swear to everything that I love, let him. Because you cannot, like, I just don't understand. You want him to hit key plays, goddammit. Um, Pause break. Stop recording. And we're back. Um, No, what was I saying? If you guys do not let him throw the ball, like how do you expect him to get any kind of rhythm?
2: Or better yet, how can you expect y'all's offense to get an explosive type of play from passing?
1: Right. Without him at least trying, I I understand. I mean – I understand that we are a very run heavy team and I understand that fullheartedly but there comes times where you have to let him throw the ball and again these play calls I swear on everything I might have an aneurysm and I'll put that on, on pause for like sec, for a quick second if I see these motherfuckers thro- <laughs> Do a flea flicker next week. I will fucking lose it. I will literally throw. So, basically,
2: you'll drive down the canvas and smack both offensive coordinators into things. I will run <laughs> on
1: this field and, oh, my God. If I I promise you if they throw out a flea flicker, I might I might jump off a
2: bridge. All right. Now, we'll stop for a second. Let me let me get my uh, input on this. Now, seeing that game Saturday when y'all <clears in> Illinois, <throat> I knew Illinois was, was going to come with that defense. I yeah. knew exactly that. And offensively, it just needed – they needed time to get rolling. And they started to get rolling in the second quarter. Right. Me personally, once Corn went out, I'm like, oh, there goes that offense because it's basically he's the offense because the receivers aren't really doing their job as far as, like, making it supposed to play. And I'm
1: going to get on the receivers too. I'll I'll let you finish. But I got man, man.
2: And my thing with J.J. is, again, I said it on the last pod. I feel like he has a glitch in his throwing arm, like it's it's kind of evident. Because it, I was because real quick, I'll say this: like the pass he threw to Andrew Anthony, when they thought they had an offsize on um on Illinois, which it was.
1: That was on Anthony. I don't give a fuck. No, J-J-J but like J-J the, definitely fa- the fact
2: the fact that that ball like just went through your hands that that you should have called that because you lost uh, Michigan State on a pass like that, similar that JJ threw to you. Mm-hmm. You could have done I'ma, it.
1: I'm gonna definitely. I'm gonna touch on that.
2: You definitely had that, and then. There were two other throws that J.J. made that either he did a check down or he just didn't go through his his, his uh, progression all the way because mm-hmm. I think y'all had like – it was like a two tight end look. One tight end was like going to the uh, sideline, but the other one was going to the end zone. Yeah, we had- He didn't see that one, but he seen the one going to the sideline and he threw the ball to him.
1: Mm-hmm. We had It was the running back. It was our walk-on running back, and then we had Colson Loveland in the end zone, and
2: he was wide open.
1: Wide the fuck open wide open but <clears throat> okay Andrew Anthony <laughs> bro what happened dog I I just need I need answers man I really am very confused on like where'd you go because I had I had very high hopes granted I also feel like the play calling that they're calling for you is not particularly what you're you're strong at because for me I would be getting him on bubble screens. Jet sweeps? Nah, he' not that fast. In my opinion, he' not that fast. Roman
2: Wilson's faster than him.
1: Oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would want Roman to do sweeps or an- or AJ Henning or yeah or AJ Henning. But I didn't know he was hurt either. He wasn't hurt. That's what I'm talking about. Dude, what? How these niggas <laughs> are not hurt? So, well, let me not let me let me rephrase that. Uh, uh, Donovan Edwards was hurt. Uh, Luke Scoonamaker is hurt.
2: But, eric all is out for the season
1: yeah eric all is out for a season so i mean that that one don't really matter but aj henning um who else was out uh zenter zach zenter uh carson bonhart some i mean some of the linemen are still have some uh lingering issues but literally half them niggas could play god damn it pause okay again we're back again um no, well, we we said where were we left off? Andrew Anthony.
2: The the yeah, Andrew Anthony.
1: Um, yes, I don't understand what happened. Like, where did you go? I okay, that's what I, saw what I was saying. Is the play calling that I'm not understanding for him? He is to me, to me, he is a receiver that needs to be bubble screens, screens, um, deep posts, uh, curls. That, that kind of receiver. He is a possession receiver. He's not out here like you're, like a Roman Wilson where you need to get him on the edge and just, like, start running him like crazy or anything like that. He He's a bigger receiver where you can let him go up and go get the ball. He's just not catching the ball. <laughs> That's just a period, point blank statement. Like, nigga, you're not catching the ball. What happened? Do you need to do drill? Do you need to sit in front of, like, the, I can't remember what uh, machine that is. The ball
2: uh, – Jug machine,
1: yeah, the jug machine, and just have fifty balls thrown to you, like, bro. I don't. I'm, I'm very confused. I'm very confused.
2: Yeah, man, Cornelius need to do that.
1: (laughs) Don't get get me started on Cornelius. I just, I'm ready. I'm ready for him to go. But my, my other thing is too is like, okay, when, when do we? I don't want to say pull the plug, but when do we start looking at our other? receivers are freshmen because definitely Darius Clemens is still out there goddammit and he he definitely shown you in the spring game that he can make some catches and he can run after the catch so I'm just very he he even got in the Rutgers game and showed y'all something too so I'm just like a lot a couple of them so I'm like when do we start looking towards other people granted JJ needs to be more consistent and more accurate, but you guys have to help him like he can't bro I'm about to like throw my camera somewhere Okay after all these technical difficulties No, what I was saying was um, Yeah, he's not that that type of dude and I'm definitely just wondering when When will we look at other other uh, people? because again we're not seeing our receivers get the separation. We're not seeing them literally catch the ball. So I'm just like, when when do we make that switch? And honestly, this nigga JJ loves him a, a tight end. Like
2: that is No, that's Michigan period. They love throwing to their tight ends more than they love throwing to their receivers.
1: I get it, but it's just like, bro, when you guys get the opportunities, you guys need to capitalize on that. So
2: And like I'm gonna say this real quick when it comes to Michigan. Mm. Now Again, again, I'm a Buckeye fan, but at the same time I'm a college football head myself. Mm-hmm. My thing with Michigan is just like it's like whenever y'all get something that has potential to be something explosive, it's like hardball digresses and just goes back to typical hardball football, which is run, run the ball, ball and use tight ends. It's just a, like have a good defense. It's, it's like just, it's just like you it's like that's good, but it's just like with the style of teams are being developed, you need receivers to make Place. And I feel like y'all have that giving y'all's talent, you know, that y'all have. Granted, it could be better, but it's just like more of the story.
1: I don't know. I feel and I, with you saying it could be, it could be better, and I do believe it. It could be better. Like literally, our as a whole right now, our receiving class or our receiving core was ranked tenth or ninth or tenth best in the nation, and they don't look like that at all. No, they don't. And I'm like, okay, is this a coach? Like, do we need to look in our coaching tree and figure out, like, okay, is he? Because who's our uh, wide receiver coach? Ron Ron Bellamy, Ron Ron Benenelby, something like that. I can't. I'm uh, I'm botching his name up. So I'm. Hey, I'm,
2: I'm right. gonna just throw this out there. Maybe y'all need to pull with how we did with Brian Hartline. Get Braylon Edwards. I'm just saying. Or Mario Manningham. Just saying,
1: I'm not, I'm not against that right now because I, I don't understand what is happening.
2: Because if, if y'all got Mike Hart, which I've been advocating for years, mm-hmm. and he's able to pull a five star like Donovan Edwards, and Corum is damn near a miniature version of him, why not get a receiver that actually knows how to that has to that actually had a good career at Michigan and mm-hmm. did something in the NFL? I'm just saying.
1: I'm not opposed to that. I definitely am with you on that tie. So I don't know. I'm that is just my concern. It's definitely the passing game coming down here and again we don't I don't know what the weather is gonna be.
2: Okay, so I checked uh earlier this morning and I checked on my phone. Now on TV and on, on my phone is two different things what <laughs> you're <they're laughs> right. saying. So what I'm hearing is that the temperature is supposed to be fifty degrees and they're saying there's a thirty percent thirty percent chance of rain. Nope, not too much wind, but just thirty percent chance of rain. Now uh, now and I'ma leave with this. The last time we had a game like this was twenty eighteen where it was wildly warm and it was somewhat rain somewhat raining, but it was like drizzles. It wasn't mm-hmm. too severe. So <laughs> it's kind of sad that we gotta look at the weather at the how we played against Northwestern because I don't care what no one says. For anyone to think that we were still soo- that Johnson wanted to put up fifty points and throw the ball in wind conditions like that, mm. and with that field being grass and wet.
1: Yeah. Shoot, I, I, I get it because, you know, yeah uh, Saturday we had like – we didn't have 40 mile per hour wins, but we definitely had like 20, 25. So I, I get you on that. But I still hold strong when I say you guys definitely needed to pound the ball. Down. But down I feel like heart. I feel
2: like that was Ryan Day having to make an adjustment in yeah. the game to be like, all right, we can't do this, so let's try this. And it kind of showed. But yeah, yeah. still, but just going back to this uh, topic of your hand, like my thing with Michigan is this is like it's like y'all have every potential to be explosive on offense, but y'all yeah. choose not to. And I'm going to say this now. I <laughs> again, when it comes to hardball, mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's a bad coach. But he definitely loves to feel himself a lot because I just saw. He's hard headed th- as fuck. That too, but I just saw today in his press conference. Well, I didn't watch it. I just seen the quote that he had said.
1: Which one? Because I just I watched it. So which one? They
2: brought up how he pretty much uh, brought up like that home run and like hitting the home run and you missing or some shit like that. Mm. He's talking about that doesn't really matter. It matters, bro. Because let's keep it a book. Everybody has something to say about Ohio State last year as a team, but. And, Seth, you can agree with me on this. Anytime Michigan football beats Ohio State, and particularly last year, it had been 10 years since the last time y'all beat us. Mm -hmm. (coughs) We were freshmen in high school the last time y'all beat us in 2011. Mm -hmm. Granted, that game we should have won, but it is what it is. Y'all still got the dub in that. Still, it had been 10 years since y'all last beat us. Y'all get one win in the last decade and thinking y'all are on Mount Motherfucking Everest. I understand that, you know, just confidence because y'all finally was able to get a win against Ohio State under Jim Harbaugh. But here's my thing. If I'm Michigan, do not promise nothing and don't make comments like that. Because all you're doing is feeding an animal that is already hungry to face you, do not give them any more food for them to eat off of y'all's words, because I'm going to tell you, if Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards do not play in this game Saturday, or even if they do and they're not 100%, it's going to take one hit or one angle on them cutting, and they're done. If that happens, and if we get to a mildly 95% healthy, meaning that Dallin and mine are playing in the game, And if all else fails, if Jackson Smith and Jibba comes back in that game, I don't think he will. But if he comes back in that game, y'all are about to get an ass whooping that I don't think 2018 can even match just because of what we went through last year, what everyone said about us last year, and then what y'all said about us last year. Because, again, you know Ryan Day does not forget shit like that. It started with Clemson, and you've seen how far they've fallen off since 2020 when we played them in the Sugar Bowl. All I'm saying is, look. I know y'all gonna game plan for us. I know what I know. Y'all's mindset is a little bit different now since y'all finally got that taste of victory against against us in this rivalry game. But I'm telling you right now, please, please do not get ahead of yourselves and thinking that y'all can digress about about quotes that y'all said last year. That I was gonna come back to haunt y'all and say shit like we gonna guarantee a win come this Saturday. I promise you, it will not turn out the way y- that y'all think it will.
1: I'm, I don't think anybody's guaranteeing guaranteeing anything right now, but we we are definitely on the uh, mindset of, uh, one game, one week, one and zero. That's that's always been the consensus thing I've heard coming out of them all year long. So, as long as that message stays the same, and you know we don't get out of character. I agree with you. We don't. I don't want to. I don't want to hear any of that kind of stuff.
2: Y'all yeah. players think don't have to get out of character, but a hard walk is out of character is gonna affect the team. We will see. And he slipped up a little bit.
1: Yeah that that press conference wasn't too crazy in my opinion, but it I, was just
2: him trying to digress from what he said last year. Like nah, bro, you meant what you said. It's like don't run from what shit that you said because like it's like it's like what Desmond said to uh, uh, Hudson and Stroud at the Heisman. Mm. Like really, like you really gonna say that after a – after a few weeks them passed and that loss was still settling in with yeah. Stroud mm-hmm. and yeah, you gonna say that on national television mm-hmm. really
1: a little poke out the bear a little pokey pokey
2: but that, but again you see my point it's yeah. like y'all get one win in the past decade and y'all think y'all can really talk y'all shit hey man granted y'all can but it's like can you do that consistently like beat us consistently then you will have something for us to talk, have shit to talk about y'all haven't done that in ten, in 10 years
1: well we got a chance to do it this weekend but we will
2: all, see. But <laughs> all,
1: all in all, though, again, it's real. – say it like this. I don't think – I do think both of them are going to play. I think Donovan is going to be a little bit more healthier than Blake. And I think we're going to try and put mo- a little bit more on Donovan. But for real, for real, this it's, is – is Yeah, JJ. this is JJ's game. This is JJ's game. And I – I just need, I need and pray that they, from what, from whatever they, that whatever that they've been saying and saying, like, oh, we're we're holding on to stuff, and you know, we're we're that's both that's,
2: that's, s- that's both teams. Gra- 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 Whoa.
1: granted, but I really hope they are, and I really hope they l- unleash this nigga. Like, they like, there's no reason, and I and again, I'm I'm gonna say this: if I see JJ. Try and do a read option with no blocking. Like when they did the read option with him and try to have him run all the way to the edge, he is not like that. First <laughs> of all, yes, he is mobile and yes, that he he is quick, but he needs lead blockers to get out in front of him to guide the way. And he's another- not he's not cooking nobody. Like he that is not in his repertoire.
2: And another thing too, he does not need it to be a blocker.
1: Oh yeah. Even I—I I don't know if you paid attention when he did the post-game interview with uh, uh, Jake Moody with the uh,
2: lady from ABC.
1: You seen this big-ass bro? No, I seen that in the game. <laughs> nah, nigga, bro, I'm like, bro. Are Just you, because you sh- play hockey
2: does not mean you can block someone in football.
1: Are you shitting me? Like, nigga, what, what, what in your right mind? Thought Makes is, you what? think
2: that was smart to throw a block for Blake quorum. I get. And I, you got face-planted trying to throw a block.
1: I blew the hell up. I get it, cause he did that in the in the Big Ten championship game last year. He he ran down the sideline with Blake. That that's not that right now. <laughs> We're,
2: you don't need to do that. You don't.
1: No. You definitely don't need to do that. But again, I definitely feel like it's gonna be. Excuse me. It's good. It's definitely gonna be on his legs, his arm, and every, his his everything. His decision making. His it's it's all on JJ for
2: real. Like decision making. Mm.
1: His decision-making is not bad. It's just... His execution? His Yeah, his execution can be a little piss-poor sometimes, too. But it's his foot... I, I definitely uh took a second and just watched his, like, footwork. His footwork is botched. That shit is crazy bad. Like, like, he has moments where it's like, okay, cool. And you're right. He do have a glitch in his arm where it's just like he throws it, but that bitch go another way. <laughs> but it's just like for for him to have the the decrease in his completion percentage yes they're going down we're going down we're trying to go downfield more but it it don't help when your feet are not set and you are trying to push the ball downfield you're going to have all types of like ducks and in inaccurate un, passes when you're literally your base is not together
2: and for me, when it comes to Ohio State, and we're going to touch on, like, real quickly, we're going to touch on a few other games that, you know, were very impactful too. But mm-hmm. when it comes to my team, Ohio State, you know, I just feel like, and I and I definitely agree with Steph on this, like, I feel like Jim Knowles and Ryan, they are definitely saving plays to throw at Michigan, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Now, whether Blake Corham or Edwards play or not play, Either way, they're still gonna game plan as if they are playing. Right. You know, and I feel like I'm about to
1: blow the fuck the fuck out that box. I just just put putting that out there. Like Michigan fans, I know we we are hard nosed and you know, we wanna put a hat on a hat. Nigga, we we're gonna see eleven people in that box. I'm just gonna be real with you. We are gonna see eleven because people. I feel
2: like what we're gonna do is like we're gonna still play our natural four-two-five defense, but we're gonna still throw in our four-three package. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the linebackers are gonna be Cody Simon, uh, Seal Chambers, and Eichenberg, and and certain uh, plays that uh, you know knows is gonna throw out there when it comes to the formation that Michigan's gonna be lining up in offensively. So right. I feel like we're gonna do that still. So, but my thing, I just feel like you know. They're going to game plan for the run game. But at the same time, too, I feel like what's really going to get us, like, an advantage is these disguise blitzes that Jim knows loves loves to throw at people mm. because and that's
1: the same thing with uh, what um, uh, Jesse Mentor is going to do, too. He's got to be able to disguise and confuse CJ to the point where he he he's flustered and he doesn't know where, where we're going to uh, dr- dial up these pressures at. Because that, that's definitely uh, a key for us to win this game. We have to get C.J. off off rhythm.
2: And bas- So, basically, it's like both teams know exactly what they got to do. They got to give each offense off balance, basically. Yeah. Y'all got to stop us from throwing the ball. We got to stop us from running the ball. Mm-hmm. But I just I still am confident that Dallin Hayden will play a big role in this game. Because, like I said, Travion is banged up. Mine is, is somewhat banged up. But he is in a better position to come back than Travion. Mm-hmm. And, again, the biggest – X factor that has not been playing all season is Jackson. And if he's able to play and not get hurt, then I feel like that messes up y'all's defense trying to, you know, go in with the game plan on pretty much trying to shut down Stroud and Marvin Harrison and make us run the ball pretty much. Mm. If Jackson is playing, then y'all got to readjust because what Ohio State does, which is still stupid to this day, but I understand it. They're not gonna release their depth chart until the game, until the actual game.
1: Yeah, that, that's what we do too. So it's like,
2: so if I'm seeing Jackson's name not on that depth chart and he's has a green light to go, y'all gotta just in that game because now you finally have the X factor that will cause havoc and will take pressure off of Marvin. Mm-hmm. So, and I still feel like we're gonna use a Case over Andy Mecca and Buka on certain plays as well too um and stuff like that but i just, like oh, how, i like how you just skipped over you <laughs> because i because if i if i mentioned his name you was going to say some shit so that's why i didn't really have to say his name oh but um but but still though, like, i just feel i still feel like you know this team is a different team from last year and especially with the defense and Gosh, it was nasty, right and um i just again like everything that we went through last year and just the mindset that they finally had to settle in with was like all right we gotta really hone in on this, and again, the storyline that they're gonna go with with Haskins dying, and then probably, and then them saying that it's been you know four years since the last time we played y'all in the shoe, and the last time we played y'all, Dwayne was at QB. So I know for a fact they're gonna run with that, and just overall, that stadium is about to be rocking.
1: The mm-hmm, stadium's gonna be rocking. De- definitely, the storylines are gonna be a big factor because you know, again, we haven't won in 22 years of coming down here.
2: And it's, been, and it's time. been and it's been four years since y'all played us in this shoot.
1: Right, so you know we got we got a lot to a lot to own up to. Um, yeah, man, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be it's a gonna be a game of the century. Game. I'll
2: say that and this because this is the second time both teams are undefeated and in the top five. Because 06, yeah. I feel like was is my all time classic. Yeah, game because I legit remember watching that game when it first happened. You know and um yeah so that so yeah it it has that feeling but l- we'll see the outcome of that now to wrap it up real quick so given the teams that also play saturday how are you looking at this college football playoff ranking coming out uh tuesday
1: man if we if it, whoever wins and whoever loses if it's close
2: there's an argument to be made
1: man we might see we might see it we might see two big 10 teams in this bitch <laughs> because
2: how i'm seeing is this if Georgia takes care of business against Georgia Tech and LSU, Georgia's number one. Right. It's an elimination game between us and y'all, so that's already set. Mm-hmm. We are already at two. If we beat y'all, we're saying that too. If y'all beat us, y'all move up to number two.
1: Mm-hmm. Now. It'll get dicey when we get to, th- to four and five. Three, no, it
2: gets dicey to three and four is yeah, what three it and is. Four. Yeah. Tennessee is out because they got put up. They got six three put up on them, which yeah. I did not expect that at all. Man. Like, Spencer Rattler looked like the nigga that – you know, was all hype coming to high school his senior year. Should
1: have been the, he looked like Spencer Rattler, Spencer Rattler when he was at Oklahoma making his Heisman campaign.
2: Exactly. So yeah. So Tennessee is out. USC beat UCLA in a classic game, which I told myself this is gonna be a, a last possession type type deal, and it did.
1: Man, if I feel like if DTR was even a smidget more healthy, dog. I think they could have They would have won. won that game. I think they would have won that shit.
2: So, but yeah, but uh, you... Because s- I
1: definitely think that nigga had a concussion. And he... Bro, this nigga was throwing the ball like this. I know y'all can't see, see me because the camera's down, but this nigga had two fingers taped up and his thumb tape, taped up. He on was, his right hand? Yes, on oh his throwing God. hand. I- like, this nigga
2: was like this. <laughs> Spider-Man with it. <laughs> right. I'm just like, bro. But yeah, UCL, uh, USC got the win. And Oregon won their game against Utah. So... Yeah. Mm. That was that.
1: We've got we about to see Oregon and U- USC in the Pac-12 championship game. So that's that's down the line too.
2: Pretty much that that's it. And but at the same time too, Notre Dame has been vastly improved since mm-hmm. week one. So now US- USC has a dogfight in Notre Dame at Notre. I think at Notre Dame, right? I believe so. Yes. No, no, no. Is that it's USC? My bad. It's at, it's at USC. Is that is that USC? because it's on ABC. Ah, okay. Yeah. So is that is that USC? So I. I have advantage, you, uh, USC winning that game, but Notre Dame ain't going out without a fight. Right. So, so so that's that. Now, if USC wins that game, they're of course they're going. And if Oregon wins out, they're going. Now, when they, when they play each other, I honestly don't know who's going to win that game. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Now, Joe Klatt said that Oregon's pass defense is trash. <laughs> and when you got a guy like Caleb Williamson and a former Balitnikov award-winning wide receiver and uh, Jordan Addison at USC yeah. – That's advantage USC. That's
1: a that's a hard task to uh, come against. (laughs) Right. So,
2: but I just I still feel like that game will be another possession game. Who has the last possession and what's the score in the fourth quarter? So, we'll see how that plays out. Now, TCU. Um,
1: I don't know, man. I think they might lose, dog. I mean, (laughs) I think they might lose. Listen,
2: listen. Other before our game came on, when I seen the ending of TCU, I'm like.
1: People were saying that was poor clock management too.
2: It was, but they find a way to win. Yeah, and for them to do what they did in that last possession, the fourth quarter word, the clock was ticking like almost down to zero. And, and how and away. how vastly the kicking team got on the field, got lined up, kicked the ball, and then they won the game and walked off. <laughs> like it, like like the, did that just happen? Did that sequence just happen like that? Yeah. So, I I feel like they will have to play Kansas State again. Yep. And <laughs> if TCU wins that game, they're in. It, it, it don't matter how they win, they're they're in because they're still undefeated. Mm-hmm. They played quality teams that were ranked, and you got to acknowledge that. Yeah. So how I see it, see it all uh, panning out. I say it will be Georgia one, Ohio State and Michigan at two. I'll put TCU at three, and USC at four. So, how it looks, it will be Georgia versus USC, and TCU will play the winner of Ohio State Michigan. Mm-hmm. Now, for, uh, if we play TCU, then that's a rematch of twenty eighteen.
1: Was that the Rose Bowl? No, that was or the, the second,
2: f- That was like the third game of the season when uh, Urban Meyer was uh, re- uh, suspended.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is right. Okay, okay. I yeah. remember? Yep. Yeah, that was that was Ryan's
2: first three games of coaching. Gotcha, gotcha. You that know, and Urban then we came back and won that game pretty much. Gotcha. So, so that's how I see it playing out, but.
1: I don't know, man. I, I see, I see more chaos on the way, bro. I think, I don't know. It it really, it really matters, and it really, it's really up to USC and TCU, because they gotta play these these next two games in their, their regu- the regular fi- the the regular season finale and their championship game. And, and I got, I think I got one of them losing. To be honest,
2: if anything, I see TCU losing. Just uh-huh. because, like they've been sh- they've been winning like that all season, right. like getting down and coming back and they are winning late. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it happening. Now,
1: if both if something crazy happens, if both of them lose, Lord Jesus, that's gonna open up a whole lot. That's the
2: doorway for Alabama to get in.
1: And that's where, and that's the crazy crazy thing too, because how can you put? Because I, I was hearing this. Too, how can you put Alabama in over Tennessee when they just beat Shaw Granted, yes, they're out without uh, Hendon Hooker, but
2: and yes, they got sixty-three put on put the, put up on them by uh, South Carolina, but they still have that you yeah, know head-to-head. The head-to-head, head the,
1: head. The head head, they should honor that. So it's like for them to do that, it's crazy. And then you got Clemson with their bum, bum asses lingering around. North
2: it. Carolina, y'all have one job: don't lose.
1: Yeah, they have one job too. Granted, hopefully they can still beat them in the. Uh, in the ACC championship game, and still we'll see
2: about that because now Clemson they got some sort of confidence going on with them, so
1: so it's crazy. I mean, more more or less, I definitely see uh, your scenario working out. That's the higher percentage of scenario, but I'm I'm not putting it past that them two teams can definitely lose.
2: I will say this though, the Big Ten West is so fucked up, man, because it's a three person tie tie on who can make it to the championship. Because it's between Iowa, Illinois, and Purdue. Mm-hmm. I do not want to play Iowa. Purdue, eh. I think Purdue will
1: make it. I think
2: that's I feel true. like that's where I'm leaning towards too. But. And a, in
1: all honesty, that might be a scary matchup for y'all. I won't lie to you. That might be <laughs> scary. Because them niggas throw the ball like 50 times a game, <laughs> and they got some good receivers. They got. I think they have one of the. Uh, leading receivers in the nation. So, I'm like...
2: They always have them hitting receivers. That's <laughs> like, bro, where the fuck did you come from? Yeah. So, I don't know. But, like, um, what was I about to say? Like, because I'm looking at the teams that they got to play. Like...
1: Yeah, I don't know their schedule. Often.
2: No, like, Nebraska has to play Iowa. Purdue has to play Indiana, I believe. Oh, the battle for
1: it. <laughs> the, the, an actual battle for
2: Indiana. And... Illinois has to play has to play Northwestern. Oh, that should be a. Dumb but that, but yeah, no- Illinois about to kill them. Northwestern is on a ten game losing streak. Yeah. So it's really between if Iowa and Purdue can win their games. But in order for that, to, in order for Purdue to win to go to to Indy, well, to stay in Indy, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> they gotta Iowa has to lose. But they're playing Nebraska. Right. It's and, crazy because and it's like I don't know if Casey Thompson will be healthy to play that game. He played.
1: He played this week. So. Did they lose? Yes, by one. They lost to Wisconsin by one.
2: Okay. Well, I gotta watch that game just to see, just to see how I was looking. Now, if all if all else fails, we might see Iowa again.
1: Yeah, it's crazy because they're seven and four. I'm like, bro, I feel like they have lost a lot of games this year, and only losing four. I'm like, bro, how how are they winning? How? Answer me that. How are they winning?
2: They must have switched up the play calling or something because. Granted,
1: they the fr- uh was it like two weeks ago was the first time they hit like thirty points all year. So I'm like, damn.
2: But yeah, man, like the Big Ten West is chaotic. So literally, like, it's 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 obvious in the Big Ten, w- the winner between Ohio State, Michigan, is going to the playoffs slash uh. Big Ten Championship. Yeah, it's just who are we facing in the Big Ten West? This is why I can't wait for USC and UCLA to come because mm-hmm. if one of those teams is in the U- is in the Big Ten West, guess what? It's not a discredit to other teams, but it's just like we kind of have a you know.
1: You guys gotta step up finally.
2: Yeah, like <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but but yeah, man. Just overall, man, college football like week eleven has been was insane.
1: Would you say this was the mo- one of the crazy? Yeah, one of the craziest weeks we've we've seen in a very long time.
2: Absolutely. Because like like I said, man, I wanted both Ohio State and Michigan to get out of their game scot free and healthy free. Man. Granted, I knew y'all had a more tougher challenge defensively yeah. when it came to Illinois. And I took for granted Maryland offensively.
1: I don't, I keep telling you. Because don't.
2: of is what is what I've been seeing from yeah. in the past few weeks. Like the fact they got shut out by Penn State. And before that, I think they had lost another game, too. Mm-hmm. Is it's just kind of like,
1: but we may have a chance. But but that don't mean that they don't got no talent on that. I'm not saying that yeah. they don't,
2: but that talent has been shut down. Yeah. I get you. I get you. But, again, it showed because I was like, please do not repeat 2018. It was looking like that for like a hot <laughs> second. But then once the final score came, I'm like, you know what? This ain't 2018 against Maryland. This is 2013 against Northwestern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but, um, but, yeah, like just –
1: <laughs> Heart attacks waiting to happen. That's 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 all I can say. Nah, I'm gonna use your
2: word. And your reasons are, are going to happen <laughs> this week. <laughs> oh my god! Because, because again, we about to wrap up. But like, just me personally, I still feel like Ohio State's gonna win that game. Just because, again, what we went through last year, the the time that we have not played y'all in the shoe, mm-hmm. and the fact that this team is pretty much back from last year except a few players. So. Everyone that's back is not is not forget has not forgotten that game. Granted, they held it together, but now with it being Michigan week, all everything that they have been bottling bottling up will come out in practice and it's gonna show on the field. Now I feel like they won't get overly emotional, but they're gonna play with I feel like the most intensity I've seen them play all season, and I just feel like again both Ryan Day and Jim Knowles are just waiting to unleash plays that they have not tried that, – that they tried They tried not to expose in the season for teams to scout. Right. So when that when they do give different looks and play calls to Michigan, you know, I feel like they have a better advantage. Now, I know for a fact I feel like it's vice versa on Michigan side too. They are waiting to unleash plays that, you know, will throw a high save in the loop. Mm-hmm. But I just still feel like overall, <coughs> like, both – even though both teams are banged up, we are still in a better position because our depth has shown that they can come in and play pr- critical mo and play critical times and moments that can give us the win. Mm-hmm. And I feel like our defense, again, granted, still got some things to work work on, but they've shown that when it's time to step up and make a play, they've had done they've done that.
1: I agree. But I will say this. Our de- I agree with the with the defense aspect. Our defense has shown they can do the same thing too. I, I will give you guys the edge with the depth. But I do like CJ Stokes. Granted, he's not he's still developing cuz he's a freshman, and I think Dallin Hayden's a freshman correct too. Yeah, he is. So, uh you see you see the development in both running backs, and I do I do believe uh CJ Stokes will get some run uh this weekend. Um but I don't know. I mean, we, we definitely got to see. We just I just need to see what kind of team is going to come out. If if we get put – I'm, I'm going to say this now. If our offense line gets pushed and we are averaging four or five yards off rip, we might be talking about something different, Ty.
2: But also, too, I found out – I saw that – I found out that our rush defense is like top ten, top five. Yep. So, we that, that, that kind of shows you because, like, there's also – other players that have been stepping up for our D-line, like Ty Hamilton has been stepping up a lot, and uh, Teron Vincent has finally shown, like, you know, why he was a Mm -hmm. five-star coming out of 2017, you know. But what I'm more happy about is our D-ends are finally getting pressure, meaning Zach Harrison's finally getting back there, JT Tuimolo is getting back there, and Jack Sawyer is getting back there too. But, again, the main part of our defense where I am so happy about is the linebacking core.
1: Yeah, the linebackers are good, though.
2: Because Steel Chambers, again – He ain't your typical linebacker. He used to play running back, so he has running back type speed. So when he pressures uh people, he's gonna get to you like within seconds. Right. So like if there's a play where like you know they're sending pressure and it's still Chambers coming coming unblocked, he's gonna catch JJ because he's not gonna outrun him. Granted, JJ runs like a between like a four four and four or five, but Chambers is gonna be right there with him. You know, giving the right angle. Mm -hmm. So.
1: And my last point, I feel like. I feel like Roman Wilson is about might have a breakout game. I've been call I've been calling for one of these receivers to have a breakout game. I thought Andrew Anthony was gonna have a breakout game the past like two, three weeks. He hasn't subsided, but I feel like Roman is coming back. He's been fighting some injuries and getting over like a virus or a stomach bug or whatever the case may be. But I think he he is fully healthy and I'm looking for him to win his matchup on whoever's – because I don't think he's going to get your guys' top guy or your second best guy.
2: I mean, our top – to me, our top guy is still Cameron Brown because, granted, I mean, I want to say, like, I don't think they really – I can't really say about the whole Maryland thing because I'm just going to keep it a bug. We got burned. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. got burnt. But what I did see when they – when we played Indiana was how Cameron Brown was able to, like, one, turn his head and was able to deflect – deflect the pass so Mm -hmm. I was happy about that
1: I think he's going to be on Ronnie Bell though
2: we'll see I mean then again too we still got Denzel Burke so
1: Denzel Burke's going to be on probably uh, Cornelius we'll see (laughs) (laughs) that's what I'm saying I think for real for real it's going to be all about matchups matchups is going to be the key word for this weekend Yeah, matchups who's got the best matchup who's going to win their matchup
2: yeah long story short but yeah
1: hey man it's another one down in the books um excited. We are gonna see what is gonna happen in the in the coming week. Go blue.
2: Go Bucks. Beat them Buckeyes. Beat them Michigan Wolverines.
1: <laughs> and you know, we will tap back in. Oh, do you wanna give a quick prediction before we get out of here? Do you have a score prediction?
2: Score prediction. Thirty nine. Ohio State, Michigan. Twenty seven. Okay. Well, I, I say it's
1: the race to 40, so I am, I'm going to flip that. I'm going to flip it and say thir- – mm. you know what? I'm going to take your score and just flip it, you know, 39-27
2: Michigan. Because, cause again, like I know Michigan secondary is going to, you know, deflect some passes against Ohio State. I know that for a fact. Two
1: two picks is the is the thing for me. If we can get two picks off CJ, I think it might be over.
2: But for us, if we can get fumbles, when it comes to y'all, yeah.
1: Turnover again, turnover battle matchups, <laughs> all and, right, y'all.
2: and time of possession.
1: Yes, excuse me, time of possession is going to be key. But that's going to do it for us. Um, stay tuned for all the new stuff that we got rolling out. Like, comment, share, subscribe, Patreon soundcloud
2: spotify apple youtube granted this will be audio podcast <laughs> yes, this
1: is an audio so no youtube this week but you know go check out all our other videos on our on the channel and you know lock in with us and we are gone speak your mind 2.0 SYM networks speak your mind okay for the audio listeners it's your lucky day um, what is it? I'm going to go back to this new Nas album, King Disease 3. Um, I'm, I'm going to play To My Last Breath. And, you know, this is a banger.
0: It's like the military. You see soldiers marching with orders to knock it out the pop. And we all about this it. money. And it's all about this money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know we about to run it. And you know we're about to run it. Yeah, yeah, get it, cross state lines. Kings of Z's going, Katie going, Trey Five. All net, like I'm starting for the Nets. Face to base, I might sue up for the Mets. YGs, OGs, represent the Jets. I'm applying pressure, I see why she press. When she with me, she gorilla FNF. NAS, I'm stepping to my last From the dread while the D's in the fence watching. Before New York had blood, before LA had sugar, before the South had Percy Miller, a thug. I was home reading a book, top speed, probably a blunt. I can't a sprite, and a chopped cheese that was a match. I ain't commercialized, how can they stop? It? Got two fists up in the air, top of the steps, like rock. Tired of picking up clothes, I got a personal shopper. Got a Grammy, got an Emmy, next to Tony or Oscar. Yeah. yeah, 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 get it cross state lines. Kings of Z's going, Katie going, Trey Five. All next. Like I'm starting for the Nets, face to base I might sooner for the Mets, YG's, OG's, represent the Jets, I'm applying pressure, I see why she pressed, when she with me, she for real, F and i F. N-A-S, I'm stepping to my last breath, and we all about the smarty. and it's all about the money. yeah, yeah, I know we about to run it, and you know we about to run it, hey, I just landed, Richard on you know, my right hand, Hundred on my left pinky, a billion of y'all wanna be. I told Shorty, come and see me. Bring a friend, cause I'm greedy. What her back, double CC. Political correctness, hecklers are more respected than the one giving the message. On stage, it's messed up. We can't say anything without offending. So now my mouth is in the jailhouse when case pending. First Amendment, you replaced it. Rigged it, Dugged it down. It's not an option. Some of it, I understand. Took the power from each bigger plan. Modified, try to stop it. I'ma ride, keep hitting, keep pitching. I'm colossal, can't stop. My just landed, AP on my left wrist, tell shorty come bless this, had a bad one in Texas, i father well rested, bad one in essence, we bring it back to the essence, got the verse done by the text hit, text hit. yeah, yeah, get it cross state lines, KZ's going KD going trade 5, on net like I'm starting for the Nets, face to face I might slow for the Mets,
1: And we're gone. Speak your mind 2.0
0: SYM Networks. Speak your mind.